to enjoy the life God has called us to, to the absolute fullest. Hello, ladies. I hope you are having a great day. Beautiful weather we are having right now as I record this. I love this like Indian summer time of year where it's cooling off. I 100% used to be a, I like it as hot as it gets kind of gal, but now I'm not saying that fall is my favorite. Summer is still my favorite, but this like sunny and 75, I wish we had this just for months on end because this is my jam. I think number one, being pregnant through summer, I was kind of like, okay, this can cool down anytime now. <laughs> but also now being in the, you know, newborn nursing phase, it's same deal. Like, okay, let's just cool it down from the 90s and sunny and 75 is perfect because, you know, you know, if you know, you know, when you're trying to nurse in public and you're already sweating and then it's super hot out as well. So this is good. This is my jam right now. All right. Uh, if you're new, come on over, hang out on Instagram or sign up to be on our email list at fitmomlifetothefullest.com. I am fitmomlifetothefullest on all social media things, Facebook and Instagram, those kinds of things. So you can get to know me a little better over there if you would like to. Might be scary, might be a scary world for those of you who listen week after week. I am both always surprised and, you know, very excited when I see how many people listen to whatever episode. I'll look every now and again. I'm like, wow, they're coming back. Even after I say some, you know, mildly offensive thing. <laughs> no, I try not to be offensive, but sometimes, you know, just going against the culture, it sounds pretty abrasive when you listen back to it. And you're, and with some of you, that's going to land and you're going to be like, yeah, no, exactly. That's why I resonate with her. Or some of you, you're going to be like, I don't know about that, Brittany, like stick to talking about burpees. And it is what it is. You know, I'm the one with the microphone. I would love to listen to you and your opinion. And I do. So also, feel free to let me know your opinion if I ever am uh, kind of going off the rails for you, which I'm sure I will. But today, I am going to try to keep it a little bit not controversial because I'm talking about how to properly use HIT for fat loss. And unless you are really morally tied to HIT, I don't think that's going to upset you. <laughs> but there is a good way to use HIT, and there is not a good way to use HIT. Okay, so what does HIT stand for? It's high intensity interval training. So exactly what is in the title. It should be very high intensity, like I cannot talk through this, I don't know if I can go any longer, kind of high intensity. Not, I'm kind of going in an uncomfortable pace, but I can carry on a full conversation and we're going to pretend this is hit, okay? It's high intensity intervals and it is really great for fat loss, okay? This is one of those things, you need to have the other foundations in place. If you are coming to me saying, Brittany, I want to lose body fat. I'm going to tell you, I definitely have a couple episodes on this anyways, but I'm going to tell you, you need to watch your caloric intake, right? You need to be in a calorie deficit. How I suggest getting there is by tracking your macros because unlike just calorie counting, if you're just counting your calories, your body is going to look the same. Maybe you'll lose weight if you are in a calorie deficit, but you didn't balance out your carbs, fat, and protein. You might lose weight, but you're going to just look like a smaller version of what you already look like. You're not going to look any more toned or like you lost fat. It's just going to be a smaller version of what you already are, right? So if you feel flabby, you're just going to be smaller and flabby, which maybe that's what you're looking for. I don't know. But not most people when they are asking me this. So I'm going to say you need to be in a caloric deficit, which I would recommend then tracking macros so that it is balanced 
protein is what you need to build and maintain muscle. So you need to get that right balance of carbs, fat, and protein in a calorie deficit. All right, so that's number one. Number two is strength training. That is going to help change your physique. That is going to help you lose fat. This is such a difficult thing to wrap your head around, and I get it. I've been doing this for 10 years, and I still understand how difficult it is to wrap your head around it. Because guess what, guys? I am five weeks postpartum as I'm recording this. And, you know, I'm right now I'm still just doing all my gentle core building things and my walks. I am I am following my own postpartum program, but also with a caveat that I, I didn't have diastasis this time around or diastasis, whichever way you want to say it, with the ab separation. I'll talk a little bit more about that. I think I'm going to do a whole episode on it. But... I don't have a lasting one right now. It's not more than two fingers. That's what it technically is, is more than two fingers wide. However, I am going to be rolling out a program for diastasis, or diastasis, <laughs> whichever, and uh, pelvic floor pretty soon. So I already mapped out the program. I'm just going to be filming it once I can. So I've been doing a lot of those exercises just to practice them before I film it and kind of be able to feel it at this time, which is when a lot of you would be doing it at about five, six weeks. So anyways, all that to say is I haven't done anything focused on fat loss yet, right? But obviously once you have a baby, you're going to have extra body fat. I know I'm going to cling to body fat for a while because I'll be nursing, but you know, thinking about fat loss, it does seem like, well, shouldn't I just run it off or shouldn't I just do cardio? Why am I going to start lifting if I want to lose fat? I know it feels like that because it even runs through my mind. I'm telling you, this is my third baby. I'm, you know, if I counted up how many people I've ever trained, it's got to be, it's definitely in the hundreds, okay, in person and online. And I don't even, yeah, that would be really interesting to do one day. I was going to say I could ballpark probably around 500 by now. But anyways, (laughs) back to what actually matters, which is not that, it's, I know it works. It still just seems like a real mind warp to think about. Like, but why am I going to lift weights, which might make me just bigger and stronger when I want to lose fat? I want to get smaller. I'm going to tell you the strength training is going to do this. And how is it going to do it? Because you're building muscle, which at rest burns more calories than your fat does. Okay. So when you're just sitting there, when I'm sitting here recording this podcast, my body is burning more calories if I am at 21% body fat versus if I'm at 24% body fat, because I have more muscle on my body and it's just burning calories for me while I'm sitting here. Okay. Also, if you've ever seen what a pound of muscle looks like versus a pound of fat, then there you go. Muscle looks small, compact, and lean And, you know, fat's going to take up more space, more volume, and this is not going to look very compact. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I love that, actually, when they bring that out in health class or bring that out wherever and show kids that. Maybe they shouldn't show kids that, but you know what I mean. And whoever it is, I remember I was uh, observing a health class one time, and I saw this occur where they did a whole thing on showing how many sugar cubes were in pops and Gatorades and things like that and the muscle versus fat little like in-person plastic thing but whatever age they should be doing that at we can debate but you get the idea fat looks different on the body than muscle does muscle looks smoother leaner it's smaller it's physically smaller so when you're worried about bulking up and not fitting into your pants because you're doing squats 
That's not always the case. Yes, you can be training to try to grow certain areas of your body and glutes is an area you can grow. But in general, if you're not purposely trying to grow that area, you are going to get smaller. You are gonna lose the fat around it and be leaner. So it is more common, especially say you're trying to lose overall body fat, you're gonna lose inches from your waist. You're not gonna bulk up in your waist from working your obliques, okay? It takes a lot of work to try to bulk. So those foundations need to be in place. The one, the nutrition, two, the strength training. Way over hit, way over any kind of cardio. Now number three is where you can add in hit. okay? Here's the deal. In my experience, one of the big disappointments that people have when I talk about hit or how to do hit when I am training one-on-one or um, in group challenges is the duration. I have actually had clients be like, well, I just wish it wasn't so short, which is hilarious to me because whoever wishes that cardio was not so short? I don't know that life, but that's not me. But I get what they're saying. We still, this is another just like mind warp. We a lot of times equate duration with results. Length of a workout does not equal results. Get that in your head, write it on a mirror, say it as many times as you need to, because that's another thing we just keep going back to is like, well, I need to feel like I'm working out for long enough. Like we feel like we accomplished more if our workout was an hour versus a half hour. Like yes, if you took a spin class that's an hour versus a half hour, you did burn more calories during the class. But is that, how far is that going long-term? Usually it just turns around to people's appetite being revved up and them needing to eat more and they eat back those calories in the day and things like that. But what true hit is is first of all, high intensity interval training, it is short. It is not supposed to go on for hours. So if this is happening, what you are probably doing is just sprinkling in high intensity intervals in really what's just aerobics, okay? Because the point of HIT is that you are going to tap into different systems than the aerobic system, okay? But when you're going too long and at not as high a duration, or I'm sorry, as high an intensity as you should be, then you are really just doing aerobics. It's not, you're just doing cardio. Guys, there's a lot of sounds going on. You're probably A, hearing my baby the whole time, which is totally fine. But number two, a fire truck just went by with sirens on. So I'm sorry if you're hearing all my sound effects that I'm not going to edit out. But um, okay, HIT is not supposed to go on for hours. And what it should feel like is all outbursts with recovery until you are totally depleted. So there are a lot, like HIT has become one of those buzzwords where people know that HIT is great for fat loss. So you might sign up for a class that says like 45 minute HIT class, 30 minute HIT workout. HIT should not be that long, okay? It is a short burst followed by a recovery till you are like need to lie on the floor spent. So either you are not working hard enough, that's really only it. If you could do something that's 45 minutes of hit, then, well, no, there's two things. You're either not working hard enough in your sprints, or again, it really is a couple of intervals with a lot of aerobic in between. So like I've taken a spin class before from someone else that was, you know, called a hit class that was an hour, like a hit 60 minute spin. What it really was, was mostly aerobics or cycling, right? So they're, you're doing, maybe even it's all speed work, maybe you're not doing any climbs, it's still speed work, 
but then there are some high intensity intervals mixed in. Like it's your jogging quickly, you're running, you're then you're sprinting, but you can't be sprinting and recovering for 60 minutes. Or again, your sprint is not fast enough. You should not be able to do it that long, okay? So this should be really good news to you if you're listening to this. This should be encouraging of like, good, I don't have to do it that long. That is a great part of it. It is so effective for fat loss because it's attainable. You can tack on a couple minutes of hit at the end of your strength workout. This is where I feel it's most effective. And you're burning calories the rest of the day. You are tapping into those fat stores, all these things, great positive things, and you don't need to dedicate 40 minutes to it. So this should like set you free a little bit. Like, good, I don't have to spend hours on the treadmill or on the elliptical or whatever. All I need is 10 minutes max typically, right? And that is how I would advise you doing it is just tacking it on to the end of your strength workouts. That's what we do in the challenges. That's what I do in my own workouts. Occasionally, I will put it on a separate day. Basically, if I'm going to put it with, I guess it's still going at the end of strength. Like for some clients, I'll put core and hit. Core is still its own workout. So that might be one of the days. So it's like a little bit lighter of a strength training day and then ending it with the hit intervals. But typically, I'm not going to put hit on its own day for myself or for a client because it is so short. So that might be why you're feeling disappointed too. It's like, oh, well, I wanted to do hit, but I don't want to only work out for five minutes. Okay, good. Tack it on to a lifting workout because the lifting is also going to help with the fat loss, okay? So for most of you, for true hit, like get to it, Brittany. This is how to use it. You should pick a duration where you can go all out, but then have adequate time for recovery. So what I like to do, especially if you're newer to this and you really want to focus on pushing on the push part, go with a longer period of recovery than your push. So for example, 30 seconds on, a minute off. That's a great place to start. So you are going all out in whatever it is. And that's a great part. You can do this with honestly, most heart pumping moves. And I say moves because it doesn't even need to be cardio. So say you're going to do 30 seconds of a hill sprint. Yes, that is cardio. You're running up a hill. So 30 seconds up a hill and then don't stop moving. That's like a heart attack waiting to happen. (laughs) Jog or walk or something for the minute recovery. Okay. And then you do it again until again, you feel like you need to lie on the floor, which for most people say you're doing that one 30 seconds on a minute off. Go for three rounds the first month you're doing it or the first two weeks and then add a round till you're at five rounds, okay? Do three rounds the first time you do it, do four rounds the next week and do five rounds the next week. Then you can look at, because that is going to be actually probably a little lengthier one because I gave you a longer recovery time, then work on shortening your recovery time. I would not be pushing your work time much past 30 seconds. Sometimes I'll have somebody do 40 seconds, which is already going to slow it down. You're not going to be going as fast at 40 seconds as you could at 30, right? Or else you need to go faster at 30. It's kind of like the idea of a pace. Like you should be able to run a 5K faster than you can run a half marathon, right? Because you're not going as far. So your 30 seconds should be at a quicker pace than your 40. What you're looking for here is to go as fast as possible, to push it as much as you can, okay? So you're not just in an aerobic state. So I would then, I'd start with the 30 seconds on a minute off and then drop the recovery time. So it's still 30 seconds on, but now you're at 30 seconds off. Okay, so it's equal parts work and recovery. So that's a great little finisher at the end of a workout, a strength training workout, 
to hop on a bike and do 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off for three rounds. Great. You just spent three minutes, but you feel like you are spent because you went absolutely as fast as possible in that 30 seconds not like you could talk not like you could be doing something else if you can be on your phone you are not going fast enough okay I've seen people allegedly doing hit who are like flipping through Instagram while they're on their sprint part save that for your recovery okay but you can do it with anything which is what I really like you could use a bike you could use a treadmill you could be outside running or something like that you can even do it with kettlebell swings this is something I also like to do at the end, like uh, pick kind of a strength move that is higher intensity that you can move quickly with good form. So I've done it with thrusters too, dumbbell thrusters or barbell thrusters where it's a full squat into a full press and you're going really quickly. So 30 seconds of that, 30 seconds again on my rest. I'm not just going to stand still. I'm going to march in place or I'm going to like lightly jog in place or kettlebell swings swinging it out for 30 seconds, resting for 30 seconds, trying not to stand totally still. Now, that's what you work with. Hopefully, you've realized that it does not need to be long, okay? It also does not need to be every day. HIT is a lot on your body, and it should not be done every day. So it shouldn't be done for a long time, and it shouldn't be done every single day. So two to three times a week is plenty. I never program a client to do it more than three times a week. And guys, this is something I use as a tool all the time. If I have a client who is getting ready for a bachelorette party, just had one a couple weeks ago who was doing that, or a client who is getting ready for their wedding, or a client who wants to feel really good for a trip away with their husband, these are tools that we're going to use that I might not have in there all the time, but that I will up their hit or add in hit to two to three times a week to rub up that fat loss and to get them feeling, you know, in their physical best at their peak and whatnot. So this is what I want you to take away from this. Do not do something for 20 minutes or 40 minutes and call it hit. Again, you're probably just doing cardio at that point. It's not necessarily high intensity interval training form of cardio. Make sure you're hustling on the work part, okay? Go all out. Think of me in your ear saying, okay, if I can talk, Brittany said it's not fast enough as you're huffing and puffing away, okay? I hope this was helpful. I hope it's debunked a little bit of what you thought HIT was. If it turns out that you've been doing it a little bit not the right way, uh, it's never too late to start doing it the right way. And it's effective, ladies. This, again, should be so nice to hear. I'm giving you permission to only spend five minutes doing this. Five minutes twice a week, and oh my goodness, you're going to love the results. So, I will leave you with that. I hope you have a great rest of your week. If you have not reviewed the podcast, I would love if you would take a couple seconds to review it. If you just scroll down on your podcast app or in iTunes, leave a rating and review. If you screenshot the written review and email it to me at fitmomlifetothefullest at gmail.com, I would be very happy to send you a week sample meal plan of recipes planned out for you, macroed out for you, just for doing that because, you know, I appreciate you taking the time and want to give you a little bit of an incentive. So thank you so much, and I will talk to you next time. If you have any questions you would like me to talk about on the podcast, any topics, also feel free to email me at fitmomlifetothefullest at gmail.com. All right, ladies, have a great rest of your day. 